Hello, all you West Craven fans out there. It is your humble host of horror, Benjamin Dutill, for the Horror Heathen YouTube channel and the South Jersey Horror Podcast. Today, I have a legendary actress who is joining on me on the show today. Her name is, um, oh, goodness, I'm, 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 I lost my mind already. Susan Lanier. Jesus, I'm, I'm, I'm starstruck. This is ridiculous. I, this happens a lot to me. I hate this. So, yeah. Legendary actress Susan Lanier, who you all know as Brenda Carter from Wes Craven's The Hills Have Eyes from 1977. This is truly a remarkable honor and a pleasure having you on my show today because, believe it or not, I did some research and the rumors are true. You are the original screen queen. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's my honor to be here, Ben. <laughs> thank you for inviting me. No. Pleasure is all mine. I'm so glad you accepted to do this because I've, I love the first, I love the 1977 version over the new one from 2009. I know people get a lot of that, but it, you can't remake movies these days. I mean, it's just, it's just my opinion. And I mean, it's still good, but not, it's not up there with your version of the Hills Have Eyes. There's no, it's not, there's nowhere near it. So yours is the tip of the iceberg. That one's like down below the water somewhere. So. Well, I kind of tend to agree, but maybe I'm a little biased. But I, I felt like there was a rawness in the original version of The Hills Have Eyes versus the more, um, you know, tech. You know, they used a lot of technology in the remake. And I think it really took away from the story, actually, because the, the story was a raw kind of based on a real, a real family. Um, and... Um, when you put in all the gimmicks and you know tricks and technology it seems to for me it, it's sort of lost i enjoyed it too but I, I it lost to me the reality of everything going on you know absolutely i agree 100 I, I could not agree more hands down uh which crazy version from 1977 is a lot better so quick file also, on he, you he, one, he did oh, direct sorry. I'm sorry, he didn't direct the remake, so that might have had yeah. something to do with it as well. You know, he. Oh yeah, he, I, 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 yeah. Wes Craven's vision is is untouchable, so um, no one can no one can ever do it what what Wes Craven did. Um, you know, God rest his soul. So um, it's just he was he had such a great vision for horror movies, and now it's gone. So I don't think anyone could ever. I don't know. I can't think of the word, but they can't remake what he did in any movies that he directed. So they, they can't mirror that, I guess. So, well, I've yeah. done a lot of them. You know, uh, I never intended to be a scream queen, as you call it. Um, but uh, I ended up going down that road because of The Hills Have Eyes. And I've certainly done enough horror. I also still really, my first love is comedy. And I find that I have to bring an element of comedy into the horror that I actually do. And I think they are in, intertwined in, in a lot of ways. I feel like if you don't tongue and cheek it and have a little comedy in there, then, then it's just kind of sides on evil. You know, it, it sort of goes to the side of evil. When I do a horror movie, I'm always going to have some sort of quirky character that has humor uh, attached with some humor in it. For my own, for my own acting and my own create creative uh, need to be in the film, but I've done a number of horror movies, and Wes Craven certainly was, you know, on top of that. That I mean, 
he was the best. Absolutely. Uh, hands down. Exactly. So you were born in Dallas, Texas. Um, you are most known for starring in The Hills Have Eyes. Uh, welcome back, Cotter and Cut, which I've never seen, which I want to see now because I'm talking to you. I'm I'm dying to see what it's like. <laughs> so you performed everywhere from Broadway with Tasty Williams on the big screen, and you even started along John Travolta. How was that? I have to know what he's like in person. Well, he's really nice, and um, he's a he he's a lovely soul, and he um, he wasn't as famous as he is now when I worked with him. So he was much. I, I don't. I haven't been in touch with him uh, in many years, and so. Um, when I worked with him, he could not have been sweeter. Um, and then, you know, I everything I read about him sometimes is kind of um, negative, but I I just think he's a lovely person. So you know, he was great to work with, and he's a real pro too. You know, you know, he's a triple threat. He can sing, he can dance, he can act, and you know, I um, studied voice, I sing, I dance, I act, and and you know, um, I think a lot of the younger people coming up. Um, think that the training is not important. And I think that uh, John and I both are from the old school of <clears throat> training is uh, imperative. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm 45 years old. And I, I'm very um, observant when it comes to um, people acting in movies. And I can tell who actually put the work into it and who did not. So it's, 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 it's their body language for me. I read their body language. If I can, I can tell... It's like, okay, this person doesn't really give a shit what he's doing. So <laughs> he's just there for the money. And I, uh, yeah. Well, also, you know, I think a lot of people coming up that haven't actually gotten into acting, but they want to be actors. <clears throat> I think a lot of people and and fans and audiences think it looks easy. Um, the, the, it is not an easy job. It is, it, it, it requires a lot of focus, memorization, time. Uh, knowing what your where your body is in relationship to where the other character is, and you might have to be talking to to an another actor or character in the film, and and you know you're at an angle where you you're just working with the actor, but the actor's not even there; he's in his trailer, and and people can't see um, sometimes how really hard it is. It's it's technically difficult besides just being talented as an actor. Yes, yes. You hear that, people? Great sound advice from from Susan Lanier. This is great. I hope you're listening and taking down notes because you can write that down. You're gonna need it. <laughs> I mean, I have a I, I have a, an, an audition um, after we finish, and um, now we have choices of meeting with the casting directors on Zoom, occasionally in the room, but that kind of stopped with COVID. And uh, now you have to also know how to work the camera, uh, edit the clip of your, you know, you don't want, you're pushing the start button and the end button on your tape. So you got to edit it too. And so you have to, even to audition these days, you've got to be technically kind of savvy. Right, exactly. It's it's not what it used to be. <laughs> oh. No, I mean, I like the technology part of it because I would much rather um, read. I'm much more relaxed reading in my own home than after um, our studio after versus driving for two and a half hours or two hours or an hour and a half 
to the lot. And, and in Los Angeles, where I live, you know, there's Burbank and there's Culver City and, you know, um, there's, they're so spread apart, the studios. And so in the old days, when I used to audition a lot, I would have to go from one end of LA to the other end of LA. And, and if you get in bad traffic, that can take hours. And so by the time you get to the audition, you're sweaty. If it's hot, you're, you're tired, you know, um, and it's challenging. So I prefer the way it is now. And uh, I'm, so I'm much more relaxed, just doing it in my own house. And technically I can handle it. You got to learn how to do that, but you know, um, you're not going to be, my watch is talking. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no. okay. um, uh, we, you know, it's very important to keep up with the technology and it's only going to keep changing. You know, it keeps evolving and changing <clears throat> all the time. Every day, yeah. almost every week, zoom updates, right. And the last update, I, I, it took me forever to figure out how to keep off the emojis from like if I made a, a thumbs up then this bubble comes up and I'm going, what? I don't, I hate this. And, uh, and if you don't turn it off, it's just going to happen. And, you know, I have to go to, how do you turn off the thing? So. <laughs> now look at this. Oh, wow. So yeah, the movie, I, the Hills have eyes. It's a masterpiece. I love it still. Um, Michael Berryman. He's a great actor too. I, I just watched a couple of days ago. And he's a fantastic person. I can tell he's got a great personality as well. So I'm sure you've been asked this before. How did you get the role as Brendan Carter in the movie? Well, the casting director was Gus Shermer, and he was working with Carol Prop. And Carol Prop knew me. She was a friend of mine, actually. Um, but I'd been doing a lot of uh, the sitcom stuff on TV. And she suggested me to Gus and they recommended me to Wes and the producer, Peter Locke. And they said, yeah, bring her in. And um, so I wasn't really an audition because it was mostly a little bit of improvisation. And uh, I went in and, and did a little bit of improv with Wes and they pretty much offered me the part right there. So it, it was a, a great meeting. He was so shy and sweet. And I've been coming off of, you know, Happy Days, Phyllis, Welcome Back, Cotter, some of the other sitcoms I'd been doing. Plus, I'd been a series regular at CBS. And um, so uh, on uh, Tony Orlando and Dawn doing stand-up comedy with George Carlin. And I think that they were really um, uh, happy to have me there. And so it, I was offered the job that day. Fantastic. My agent and I went, well, you know, I've done quite a bit of TV um, and I loved it. But I said, I really want to do movies. And this is an opportunity to starring Susan Lanier. And I think I would love to do that. So I ended up doing it. And, um, and you know, probably in retrospect, uh, at the time, it was kind of not cool to do horror. And um, maybe it did affect my TV career, but it led to many other things. So, you know, and many other incredibly wonderful, positive things. So I, I feel like I made the right choice. Absolutely. When one door closes, another one opens. Yeah. So it's fantastic. So I'm so so your agent tried to say no, but instead it had the opposite effect and it did wonders for your career. 
And, and, yeah, and my personal and my personal life. It it did wonders yes. for my personal life as well. I I met my late um husband from him having seen the Hills Have Eyes and he already knew who I was. And uh it was an instant connection. And so um so you know, we had a we had a lot of years together and and I don't think that we would have met had I not done the Hills Have Eyes. So there you go. You never know. Right, right. And, and anything's possible these days. So, um, any interesting moments on set that stuck with you, like almost forty plus years later? So, is this something that you, you remember uh, that, you, that was memorable for you on set? Well, I'm I'm sure I've told this story. You may have heard the story. Um, I'll never forget that scene in the trailer when the mother dies and she gets shot, and um. It was a low budget, you know, and so they had not actually probably gotten union stunt people. I'm not sure about that, but um, about that fact. But at any rate, they weren't they were cutting a lot of corners and um, they put a squib on her abdomen and she hadn't worn a, a bra that day. And so when she bent over to get shot, um, her breast got in the way of the squib, which injured her. And um, she had to be rushed to the hospital. And um, and that was her last, Virginia Vincent was her name. And she was a dear, dear, wonderful actress and, um, and person. And um, uh, that was her last day on the set. So they had oh, to, we, wow. we had to make um, um, dummies and different things to, make it look like she was still in the movie that's sad that, but she's okay right I mean... well she passed away but she she oh, well. uh, she not from that um huh. but yeah i know she ended up being okay you know I, i'm you know that that's kind of scary for any actor you know yeah. to be injured on set i mean i walked away covered in bruises and scratches from the desert floor and you know crawl when the dog drags me in you know um getting pulled by the hair and, and i i had bruises uh, all over me but i was young then and you know they didn't last <laughs> the bruises would go away pretty quickly so you know but again you know i i don't think people really realize that you know acting is very very physical and if you're not in good shape or if you you know you you have to be to actually do even that much uh, physical activity. Yeah, I can imagine filming a movie in the desert is very it's austere environment, so it's going to be truly difficult for. And I, I give everyone a lot of respect for doing that for filming that movie in general, because I, I know it has to be hard. You get the heat, you got the you got the terrain, and you got you know the dangers of like rattlesnakes and whatever animals out there is is nuts. And I, I'm just can't imagine what it was. Night. Yeah. It was cold at night on the night shoots, so you know, yeah, it was. It was. Um, we were in the elements, and you know, they were on a tight budget, so we didn't have you know our own trailers or anything like that. Everybody had to kind of share. So I hadn't worked like that uh, in, since my first days acting, and so that was kind of an eye opener. That low budget meant that you know, I'm not going to get my own trailer but that was that was cool i was just happy to have the opportunity to do the film well the film was a huge success so i mean there's something to be very proud of um 
I mean, it's shit. It was almost 40 years ago or for more than 40 years ago. And people are still watching it. I mean, because, you know, not only because of Wes Craven, but because of the actors and who, because the actors make the film. They make the film come to life and they should get all the credit for making it come to life. So that's a huge accomplishment, especially for you and the people you guys alongside of. And I'm surprised you didn't win an award for that one. I'm sorry? I'm surprised you didn't win win an award for that role in The Hills Have Eyes. No, I don't think they were giving awards. Back then, the film actually did win an award that I don't think anybody's ever talked about much. Um, It was put in the Museum of Modern Art uh, as the greatest terror classic ever made on permanent collection. So I think the film is still uh regarded as that i'm not sure i mean maybe something has taken its place or whatever but it was supposed it did win an award at the museum of modern art well give yourself a high five and a pat on the back because you deserve it (laughs) (laughs) so you've already talked about scenes being difficult being drugged by a dog and bruises and stuff like that um you're into horror movies right You, you like watching horror movies no, I don't watch them. I'm oh, in. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in them. I watched um, one. I did uh, uh, before co uh, before the strike. I did one before the strike um, this year, called Black Mass. So we had a screening and um, uh, in Hollywood on Friday night, and so I was in Hollywood on Friday night. You know, with the pictures and kind of a red carpet, and um, um, and it was it. I wouldn't call it a, a horror movie as much as I would a, a docudrama. Um, and it's about a notorious uh, serial killer. And uh, it's kind of fun. You know, I, it it didn't freak me out or anything. But when they're really, really scary, uh, you know, it's not my cup of tea. I'd much rather watch Shit's Creek or something funny, you know, uh, just because life itself is dark enough. And, you know, so I... I don't need to watch. I don't like, I won't watch them by myself. I have to have somebody there. And I know what movie you're talking about because Devaney Penn, she was my very first guest on my show. So, oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. She's my very first guest, the very first person I interviewed. It's about her role um, in a movie she did with, oh my God, I forgot his name. Oh my goodness, the Australian actor. Anyway, I, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, it was. She's a role. It was. It was, it was kind of like a thriller horror movie where she was in the snow. She got trapped in the ice in her car, and she was t- delusion. Yeah, very good movie, by the way. So maybe um, you can just. I'm gonna have to. Re- I'm gonna have to reach out to Devani because her and I we still talk back and forth on Instagram. Um, so since you're not into horror movies, what is your favorite movie of all time? Oh wow. Of all time, of all time. Well, there I have different eras in my life. I, I like rom-coms a lot. Um, when I was young, I loved Splendor in the Grass with Warren Beatty. That was my first crush, was Warren Beatty, you know. And I thought that was, that was a great movie. I liked some of the classics that aren't necessarily out uh, now, you know. My favorite movie... Of all time. I have to think about that and answer in a minute. I'm not sure. I mean, I've got so sure. many. But <laughs> that one that that one popped popped in my mind right away because it made such an impact. I think that's when I thought 
oh, I would really like to do that. You know, I'd like to be in movies and Natalie Wood was so beautiful and everything. And I thought, what a wonderful life to be able to do th that, you know? I think that movie probably inspired me a lot to go down this road. Fantastic. That's awesome. Um, so if you were the director of The Hills Have Eyes and, mm -hmm. or the writer or whatever role you had to in order to contribute towards like how it ended, do you would you like would you like to see the movie ended in a different way? Well, there were I think they shot four or five endings. So I know that there were endings that um and they kept reshooting the ending. I think he didn't, you know, a lot of the horror uh directors will start off with the premise and this basic story. And, and then we as actors, um, not just learn the lines that are written, but certainly improv the moment. You know, it involves not just memorizing lines, but also improving. And I think that um, as it went on, he, they weren't quite sure how to end it. Um, you know, I, I think it ended, there were different ones where we blow up the trailer and Bobby and I are there and it, we you think it's over, you know, and then... Uh, and then at the end, Ruby and, you know, Ruby and the baby and the brother and Brenda and Bobby all live. Um, um, so there were a few politics going on, and I think they kept changing the ending uh, regarding some of the politics of the movie, um, relationship issues. And so um, it ended fine, you know. I, I think there are other versions you can actually probably that are out there with different endings. Just not marketed right now. Yeah. I have to check that. I didn't, I didn't know there was four or five alternate endings. I wow. See, as a horror fanatic, I learn something new every day from people I talk to. So <laughs> this is great. Yeah, okay. Um, so we're getting short on the time here. So it was a quick 30 minutes. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> You're starring in another horror movie that is currently in post-production called The Boatyard. Um, mm -hmm. Are you are you allowed to talk about that movie and your role in that movie or no? Just on the yeah, I, I love my role in this movie. I play Martha, the bartender, and I'm actually um, a motorcycle mama, you know, um, evil killer. And, um, and uh, so I get to play the bad the bad guy, not the victim and that, you know, I, and in um, Black Mass, I play kind of a PTA like mom. I loved working with Devaney. She's a wonderful director too. And not only is she a good actress, she's also a great director. Um, Dale uh, Stelly directed uh, Boatyard and um, R.G. Graham produced it. And um, Mike Ferguson plays my son. And so, uh, you know, it's it's wonderful to play both the evil and then also the proper, because, you know, to look at me, you probably wouldn't tag me as an evil killer. But um, when I'm in that mode, yeah, I'd watch out. <laughs> so anyway, real hardcore Southern trashy uh, bartender. In other words, don't mess with you, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to be messed Fortunate. with. <laughs> bartender with attitude, probably has a shotgun into the bar too, just in case. So yeah. yeah. It's all fun. <laughs> it's it 
it's fun to get cast. It's fun to be on the set. It's fun to be still working at my age because a lot of people aren't and aren't even here. And and um, to still be working is is an honor. And even if it's horror or low budget, I don't care. You know, it. it I just love working. It's your passion. I, I respect you for that. You have I'm a musician my, uh, too, utmost so respect. I, I love doing music as well. And I have a cabaret show. So I kind of switch gears. If one is kind of slow, I move into the other. I switch the gear and go into the music. So I really have both that are very fulfilling. That's awesome. Congratulations. This is this is just such an honor talking to you about your role in, in the Hills of Eyes. Absolute pleasure. So I wish you nothing but the best of luck in your career and to see you in a lot more movies. And I want to see you go Oscars, damn it. I want to see you win an Oscar for your role in The Hills Have Eyes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, let's, um, you know, my fingers are crossed for the next project and you never know. You know, it's always inspiring to watch the awards shows and they say, don't give up. And you never know what's, that's the one thing about this career. You never know what's going to be in the future. Right. But you my fans can find me on Facebook as Susan Lanier or Susan Lanier Bramlett. I go by both names sometimes and um, Susan Lanier on Instagram and Twitter and all of them. So YouTube, I have some YouTube videos. Me and Michael Behrman have a YouTube video called Watch What You Asked For, which I directed. It's kind of a horror music video. So uh, um, that's on YouTube under my name. So definitely check that out. I will put that out in the description. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. And I wish you a very good evening. And you? and I, I'll see you on the big screen. Take care. Still, still morning here. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. <laughs> My honor. Right. Thank you.